Hi, I'm Maddie, and I don't have a hobby. Hi, I'm Haley, and I have too many hobbies. And I've taken it upon myself to get Maddie hooked on just about anything. In this podcast, we're talking true crime. We're talking Enneagram. We're talking mental health. We're talking Scientology. And just about everything in between. So we're inviting you on a journey that you definitely didn't ask to be invited on. In the hopes that you too would like to be Average, average girls Average and only Average and only Yeah To the groom, to the groom, to the bride, to the bride Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Why Are You Watching This and or Listening to This That's not what we're called That's not what we're called, just kidding Um, welcome to Average Bedonia where we are average and doing okay. Barely scraping by. And we're barely scraping by, but we look good while we're doing it. You know what I'm saying, ladies? Okay. <laughs> For the love of God, Haley, stop talking. Um, Maddie's going to handle our hot take today, but first, Maddie, how are you today? Good. Okay, good. <laughs> how are you? I'm great. You no. know, I thought earlier this week that we do have an update about something, but I don't, either I don't remember or we don't have any updates. Um, either either of which are very possible. Um, I, I could have swore we had something, but we'll, we'll forget about it. Maybe I'll remember it like midway through the video mm-hmm. or the recording, and then I'll just shout it out. Okay. Um, yeah. Is there anything? I mean, merch has been in the talks, which I think is really funny. This is true. Uh, has, it, has it have something to do with that, maybe? No. But our marketing manager, Mike Galasso, is handling that. Um, <laughs> Don't worry about it. Mike will Mike will get in charge of that, and he'll he'll get with you guys on on what that the next steps look like. You see, so yeah, um, more coming there. Other than that, yeah. Now that we're on YouTube, which feels like a disaster to me, Maddie is very pro YouTube. She's very into it. But um, that's because I watch a lot of YouTube, yeah. and I, for one, for someone who is a podcaster, I'm not a big podcast person. I recently <laughs> just got into podcasts. I only like podcasts whenever I do And them. I can only listen to like three podcasts. Really? Yeah. I just, I don't know why. So. Um, I'm picky too though. I would rather watch somebody. So that's okay. why I'm pro YouTube. Yeah. I guess it depends. Even though I think I'm very visual. So I don't know why I like podcasts better. I don't know either. Maybe because I can't focus. I just like seeing people's faces and their expressions. Wow. We have pretty good faces. Yeah. Speak for yourself. Um, <laughs> okay. For our hot take today. We are going to be comparing some of Disney Channel's best original films. I'm ready. Um, and I'm just going to kind of list some off and see which one we choose. We're not going to go crazy in depth about yeah, it. if I don't know some of them? Then we'll replace it. Okay. Because some of them are like, like I know I never watched. Okay. So first up, we have Halloween Town. Incredible. Iconic. And Xenon. Oh, why would you pit those next to each other? Honestly, though, I would say Halloween Town. Really? Yes, it's classic. And I mean, of course, you can only watch it like one time a year, but I think that adds to the novelty. Okay. I would say Xenon. Really? Yeah, because I like that you could watch Xenon seven times in the same year, and it's still like so cool to me. Oh, but I get excited about like annually watching Halloween Town. Still to this day as an adult. Okay. Um, The 13th year. And Smart House. Oh, Smart House. If you don't know what these are, she's too young for you, bro. She's too young. She's far too too young. young. No, definitely. I love the 13th year. Also, because whatever that actor's name was, I was real into him. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, But I, well, yeah. Sure. 
Um, <laughs> no, but Smart House was my fave. Wait a minute. Was it the same actor? No. I, think, I, think I just remember the guy who plays the main dude in uh, Smart House. His name was Duncan, right? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And I was like, who names their kid Duncan? Yeah, that's ugly. Ben Cooper. Okay, well, I think it actually might have been the same guy. Oh, no. His name was Ben Cooper. Oh, wait. 13th year was Duncan. No. Thir- oh, God. Wait. Thir- um, Whose name was Duncan? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember thinking Duncan as a first name. I'm so sorry if your name is Duncan out there. I'm not meaning no, to offend you. Duncan, what are you doing? But my sister and her boyfriend, when they had their first kid, um, she got to pick the first name and he got to pick the middle name. And she named him Oliver and my sister's now fiance named his middle name Duncan. And all I could think about was what I thought was smart house. I guess it's not. Anyways, he's Oliver Duncan. Oliver Duncan. Mm-hmm. And I grew up thinking Duncan was the weirdest name ever. Because it is. And it is. Yeah. Oh, we don't have Dunkin' them. Donuts in, in Seattle, so I had no oh, connotation I to that. Wait, I didn't I just thought it was a weird name. I just don't like Duncan. It just sounds like... I don't either. It sounds like someone's gulping. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Um. Okay, Johnny Tsunami. Okay, good one. And Up, Up, and Away. What's Up, Up, and Away? You know the superhero movie? Do You don't remember Up, Up, and Away? No. It looks like that. No? Okay. Oh, that was I a, no, I do remember. I think I vaguely remember, but and I don't remember their, if I liked their um, weakness was foil. Do you remember? <gasps> Wait. Yeah. Yes. I forgot about that. Okay. <gasps> oh, okay. I don't I don't remember it well enough, though, to say whether it was my favorite. And I take I this very seriously. love both of those. So I'm glad we don't have to choose. Johnny Tsunami versus, do you remember Don't Look Under the Bed? Oh, I love Don't Look Under the Bed. You didn't like it, though, because it scared you. Yeah, it scarred me for a very, very long time. Oh, I loved it. It really reminded me of how people can become evil and then become good. I love a good redemption story. I don't even remember how it ends. I just remember, doesn't someone get egged? Yeah. I said it right, too. I said egged, not egged. I didn't. (laughs) I wasn't anticipating anything. Okay. Do you you remember motocross? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And Cadet Kelly. Cadet Kelly, because I loved Hillary Duff. Okay, I'm going to go motocross. Really? I loved that movie. And i that's when I was like, motocross is the coolest thing ever. And the girl <laughs> with the really short hair. She was like the main. I don't remember it well enough. Okay. Anyways. Um, okay. Like two more. Okay. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. Okay, Cheetah Girls. <gasps> Definitely. Or High School Musical. That's oh, like a classic. Oh, why did Disney. you do that? For fun. Oh, that hurts me. I would say Cheetah Girls only because I could still watch Cheetah Girls or High School Musical. Now I'm kind of like maybe it's because I overplayed High School Musical. Sure. Yeah. But oh, but uh, no, I love Together We Can. Should Together we got the oh, we got a hurricane. If we wanna. Yeah, that was. Yeah, was a good one. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I want to do so many more. Okay, go figure. Do you remember that? The ice skating movie? I don't remember it well. Okay, skip. <laughs> Twitches. Good one. And jump in. Mm, I loved Corbin Blue. I really did. I loved Kiki Palmer. Still do. I hate <laughs> to say it. I do not know this man. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. <laughs> no, which is why it was funnier. I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? Um, I'd probably say Twitches because Tia and Tamara, baby. Tia and Tamara. Oh, by the way, Sister Sister is on Netflix. It is. I've been binging it. Really? Yes. It's so good. 
Also, there's a lot of adult humor and, like, adult references in that show. I think there's a lot in a lot of different shows that we watch now. Yeah, but I think it's stricter now because Mm. in one of the episodes, um, her mom literally holds lingerie up in the scene. They make a lot of, like, sexual jokes. Mm. They make a lot of, like... But it wasn't, like, for kids. It was, like, for, like, preteens. Teens. Still. I don't know. I mean, I watched it as a kid, though, but my parents did not monitor us at all. No, they didn't. Flight attendant moms, you know? They were never home. (laughs) They didn't care. Okay, now this is getting... We'll do this as our last one. Okay. It's getting a little bit older. Like, when we were a little bit older. Okay. Let's do um, Camp Rock versus... I'm scared. Lemonade Mouth. Oh! Okay. If I were watching it for the first time now, I would say Lemonade Mouth, but just because I was like, it, my prime was Camp Rock time, I want to say Camp Rock. I don't think I've ever seen Lemonade Mouth, but I know oh, everyone good. loves it. It was real good. So I'm going to go Camp Rock on that, even though Camp Rock is very so cringy. No, it's real bad. Like I want to very... learn how to do that thing where they're like marching and they're doing that Camp Rock. You know that thing? Yeah, I want to learn how to do I, that. No. It could be cool. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, <laughs> lighthearted and not lighthearted. So, we're going to switch up our table talk today, and we're going to talk about 2020 as a whole. There's a lot to talk about. 2020 has really kicked our asses. Um, mm-hmm. I'm speaking collectively. I am now the spokesperson for the nation. So, here I am, your humble servant. Um, we have lots to go over. I don't want to talk about COVID too much, though. Okay. Just because, like, how much more are we going to talk about it? Well... We have an update about COVID recently. We do? Yeah, we moved to phase three. I straight up didn't even know that. What's the difference? Phase three, face masks aren't required. Social distancing is not in place anymore. Is it just with Florida or with everywhere? Okay, that makes me nervous, though. Me too. Like, I'm, I don't know. It could be fine, but then didn't they do that before and then it just got worse? (laughs) Precisely. I feel like that's just going to back and forth us forever. I know. I agree. I don't know. Whatever. But... So, yeah, we'll talk about COVID a little bit. we got lots of stuff to talk about on the list of things that I have. And you tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> okay. And I don't really know how exactly we're going to go back and forth. I have a few reference things just because I think we need to talk about Ruth Bader Ginsburg a little bit because I love her. Yeah. Um, COVID, we're going to talk about the election coming up because that's the scary time. And uh, it's also the time that we all have to go home for Thanksgiving, which I think is terrible timing <laughs> for oh, yeah. everybody involved. Anyone that has to go home somewhere. If you have, like, a family divided, which I feel like most people do in one way or another, yes. it's, like, Yeah, the end I of the feel world. like a lot of people do. Yeah, my cousins and I were literally just texting in our group message the other day, and they were like, Haley, when do you come home next? And I was like, well, it's going to have to be after the election. There's no way I could come home before that. And they were like, yeah, probably a good call. Because there's just no way. Our, our family is very, like, polar yeah. opposites. I think my family, granted, I don't have a very big one. Mm-hmm. A majority, I don't know. Washington is the most liberal state besides, I think there's one more state that's categorized as like California. Yeah, well, no, because California is split. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oregon. I think Oregon is the <laughs> oh, number yeah. one most liberal state. Yeah, because they got Portland. And then Washington, yeah. Um, so a lot of people in Washington, Seattle area, are very liberal. But my family, I would say, I want to say they're like half and half. Mm-hmm. I think mo- majority are a little bit more conservative. Yeah. But in my actual home, my sister's very liberal. Mm-hmm. And my mom is half and half. She like 
on certain policies, she's like, no, I definitely like lean mm-hmm. right. And then on other ones, she's like, no, I lean left here. So mm-hmm. it's, it's weird. Yeah. It creates like a lot of opportunity for conversation because mm-hmm. there's like, we all don't think the same. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. But my mom and my sister just like butt heads a lot. Mm-hmm. So talking with them is um, interesting. I actually just Oof. got off FaceTime with them before coming here talking about they were talking about it we all three of us were talking about like policy and like Uh, see i wish our and you guys were like civil about it um i mean my sister and my mom are both kind of passive towards each other so Mm. there was some comments that were being made that i didn't like but i act as like mediator most of the time yeah i'm like okay that's not the point you're just being rude so like what are you trying to say yeah yeah, like that's a lot of what my conversation is wow your family operates very differently than mine i'm impressed by that yeah because there's just no possible way my family can have those conversations yeah everyone is just very it's set in their ways myself included like i know what i believe and i'm not gonna like back up from it but everyone else from my family is the same way so it ends up being like a fight all the time yeah i think uh, when did i ever tell you about the time that i i had to leave my cousin's confirmation party no oh my god okay so those of you that grew up catholic you know what i'm talking about there's your first confirmation which is like you're officially a member of the catholic church i it, okay yeah it's like this whole big ordeal so usually you have a confirmation party afterwards depending on like i guess how catholic your family is mine very catholic so yeah. my cousin marlene um ended up getting um, confirmed. And so we had her confirmation party at her house. I remember this had to have been whenever I was like 15. So I think, I don't know what year is that? 2013, 2012, something like that. Um, I remember getting into a fight with my one uncle who is as conservative as it comes, like, like has a, has a Trump like billboard in his yard kind of thing. Um, and he and I, I mean, he butts heads with a lot of people in our family, but he, um, we got into a fight because he brought up, I remember he brought up something along the lines of like randomly with no context had said like, well, I just know that I will never be a fan of Obama if he's going to let a man marry another man in this country. Like something ridiculous. I don't know what it was. It was just like random. And everybody was like, why? Like, why do you, yeah. for no good reason. Right. And me being 15, I was not, I said there was just no, and I remember being mad because one of my, because Marlene had a boyfriend at the time who had family or who had who had come to meet our family for the first time and he like was very put off by that and I just like got I was just pissed off and embarrassed and whatever we ended up getting doing like a whole screaming battle and like like literally ruined the party like my grandfather left like everything like oh yeah up in my face like the whole ordeal oh yeah so my family's the opposite of that there's like no peaceful conversation ever yeah I think my family's definitely gotten better about being at least trying to climb in the other person's shoes for like a second yeah be like okay i could see why you think that but i still disagree Mm -hmm. so it's like we definitely have moments where we're like agreeing to disagree but it's not usually like a screen battle about (laughs) politics um but i also didn't grow up learning about politics Mm. like i had to learn about it for myself Mm. and so now that i know a lot more and i know why i believe what i believe now i'm able to like facilitate the conversation yeah because my mom would probably never really bring it up yeah and the only time she brings up anything political is when she's referring to the bible oh so that (laughs) sparks a lot of interesting conversations too but it's funny when people like i just think 
oh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Actually, I do. When you don't have a diverse friend group, not in terms of like different races, even though that can play a part too, for mm-hmm. sure. But whenever somebody says something like, I could never get behind a guy who would let two men marry each other. My yeah. first question is always, do you have any gay friends? <laughs> like, do you yeah. love anyone who's gay? Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Or like, and vice versa, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Like, and loves me I, personally because I hate when people are like, no, I know I would love them people because they're ju- people. But yes, like, people just have such mean. different um, perspectives yeah. when the things like gay rights, when that's being discussed, like you have such a different view on it when you love somebody who's gay 100%. or when you're able to like actually climb into somebody else's shoes that mm-hmm. you really care about and, and think to yourself, how would one of my best friends respond to this? And how would me being for or against this policy would affect them? Mm -hmm. And that's with race, even though I don't think race should be political. I don't think love should be political. Right. Like there's just a lot of things that are intertwined in politics that I don't necessarily, uh, it's just, it's so gray area sometimes with people and it shouldn't be, it's, it should be very straightforward. Did I take a conversation uh, that I had with my dad recently about that? No. About, oh my God. So my dad and I disagree on, um, let's just round it up to everything. Okay. And, um, we did have a conversation because my dad and I bond over the NFL. We like watch, like that's our best conversations is like when we're talking about football. Don't know why he really wanted a son. Here we are. Um, (laughs) I'm the closest we'll get, but, um, did you hear that? Yeah, I thought it was thunder. Um, it's like 95 and sunny. <laughs> you know, you know how it happens in Florida. Could yeah. be anything. Anyways, so uh, we disagree about literally everything except for the NFL. We're on the phone, and he said, "Hey, I have bad news. I'm not going to be watching the NFL this year because he's protesting um, about the protests, essentially." So <laughs> we ended yeah. up having a conversation that I would lean was actually probably almost more constructive than anything, which is surprising. Cause normally it's like, I end up crying and I'll leave. Like it's just, just overwhelming. Not ever good. Yeah. Um, and we, it kind of, we had a little bit better of a conversation this time, but it wasn't, it definitely wasn't awesome. And there was a, uh, I think the part that I, is really hard for me whenever it comes to him or talking with people that have other opinions in general, well, okay. I'll say that have, like destructive opinions about things that matter to my job as a social worker. Like just because I feel like I'm knee deep in it all the time. Like it just, mm-hmm. it's just in front of me. It yeah. just happens to be my job. So yeah. I see it all the time. And so whenever like, I hate when people try to tell me about like what the people I deal with every day are like, yeah. I'm like, well, don't no, 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 no. Like uh-huh. I do, this is my job. And I'm not saying that as like, no, I know everything. Cause I definitely don't, but Right. Like, oh, this is what it's like. Like, my dad tried to say something along the lines of, like, Haley, they want to send social workers out there instead. That's blinking. Should that be blinking? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> um, I just, with our luck, it would have stopped completely. Uh-huh. Um, but he... He's like, they want to send social workers out there. Oh, he's like, can you believe that? If they have some crazy criminal, they want to send a social worker. And I was like, yes. Like, I I would honestly back that. That's what I'm trained to do. Exactly. And that's the thing, too, is like, yes, I'd be all for, like, if law enforcement were trained to know how to appropriately handle. There's a lot of law enforcement that just straight up aren't trained and aren't prepared to go deal with a domestic violence situation. Yeah. And, and like know how to deescalate where I do or like some other trained professional mind. Mm-hmm. And so I think they need to work in conjunction, whatever. So we ended up having a conversation that leaned that way and talked about that a little bit. So it wasn't terrible, but um, 
we ended up like I ended up just towards the end, just like crying as we were on the phone because it's just so frustrating that like if you I know that he would back policies that would just straight up ruin the people who I love and like am giving my whole life for this job. Like it would ruin their lives if some of these policies like ended up if they if they got some of their welfare taken from them like sure. they're they're homeless like there's nothing you know stuff that's just obviously an example but certain things where I'm like you don't know what these people are dealing with yeah. and like I don't know how you can like say that you love someone and like care about them and then just want to strip funding from those communities it doesn't make any sense to me right so it was just so frustrating because I'm like you. I'm your kid and like you want to make my life harder because you want to make the people who I love's life harder. Like I love my students and the fact that you like hate them so much that you want to take from their communities is so frustrating to me. Right. My, I agree more with my dad than my mom, but my dad's also in a position where he's around a lot of people that Mm -hmm. are affected by everything Mm -hmm. that we could, you know, run down the list. Right. And my mom always, like, references the Bible and always references, like, Christianity as being, like, the pathway that, like, shapes her life, right? And so do I. Mm -hmm. And it's just funny because my dad's that way, too. He's, like, everything he does, he's, like, I want it to be Holy Spirit-led. Like, I want to do whatever. You can do that so differently. That's what I'm saying. There's a very clear difference of the way that my mom views that lens. Yeah. And it can almost sometimes come off a little judgmental in certain areas Mm -hmm. that a can be ignorance Mm -hmm. and b just like lack of perspective or lack of like knowledge or people that have been in those types of situations. Mm -hmm. And my dad's pulling from the same things, but going about it in like very different ways. So it's just funny how like your guideline for your life can be pulled from the same area. And that comes about in so many different ways and shapes and forms, Mm -hmm. even though you're like, you're pulling it from the same thing. Yeah. Like, no, it's very bizarre. It's very weird. There's a lot of like gray area. Mm-hmm. There's 100% a lot of gray area. And I think it also made it harder too now that we have Biden because people are so split on him in general, which yes. I guess is the same whenever it came to the 2016 election too. You either loved Hillary or you hated her and like wanted to yeah. see her burn or not. Like it just, it just depends. But I, it's frustrating to me too. And I wish that like, and I know anybody could say this, but it's like, I don't know, it's especially in election years, it always just feel it feels like the system is just so much bigger than us because they're the two of the two most hated people in the country always end up being the two that we have to pick from. And like, how the hell does that happen? Do you think it's money? Yeah. Oh, my God. It all comes down to money. I mean, they both have ridiculous amounts of money. I hate both of them. I really do. And I hate the idea of like picking between the lesser of two evils. Right. I do I too. hate that. And that's why it does come down to researching what policy you actually agree mm-hmm. with. Because at the end of the day, like you're not voting for personality, you're voting for policy. Yeah. Because like the policies that we're voting for are going to outlive whoever's like in president mm-hmm. or yeah. whoever is the president. And it's like, if you lean right or left, I'll respect either side. I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, I get certain things on both sides mm-hmm. and I really don't get certain things on both sides yeah. too. So I'm not going to be the one pointing fingers. Mm-hmm. However, I don't understand the person or the people group that would like go out and buy Biden merch mm-hmm. and like rep Biden like he's this incredible human. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Whereas on the other side, people are like not even pro 
you know, being a conservative or being right. Yeah. They're very pro Trump. Mm -hmm. And that's what I can't get behind. Cause uh -huh. I think a lot of people who are left aren't saying Biden's the savior of the world. He's right. incredible. He's going to do yeah. everything right. Mm -hmm. I, but I do think there's a big group of conservatives that are just very like Trump is the best. He's yeah. God's chosen. Right. Like, he's all this. Ugh. I like I just he's not a good person. I of respect if you are whatever party you agree with. Yeah. I just don't get the celebrating the people yeah. that are actually not very good people. No, yeah, not even close. Uh, yeah, I don't get I almost almost could understand like okay, I have to settle and I have to choose him because I have conservative views. I I can almost I get it. I don't get a it. Biden hat. Though, yeah exactly that's where i'm at well yeah no that's what i'm saying like i that's where i don't understand the line of like if you're like no i really like him or like oh no i really love like there is so much bullshit you probably just don't know <laughs> and i'm not saying that i'm like the expert on everything trump has ever done because you know what there's probably a policy or two that i don't think ruined everything no there but, yeah but there's a there's, there's a lot that did <laughs> yeah like there's a lot that just is like, and even whenever I was looking up different stuff that we're going to talk about in a second about like different foreign affairs stuff and random stuff that I didn't really know about because it doesn't really affect our day to day. So it's like, it's yeah. really in the forefront of anyone's brain. Like it took millions of dollars of funding from a humanitarian crisis. <laughs> like why what? the, why aren't we talking like just yeah. a bunch of bullshit where I'm like, what? Right. I can't. And that's why it's hard because I don't think any person is fully good or fully bad. Mm -hmm. Like there's been certain things I was talking to some of my coworkers and they were like, Trump has done a lot for black communities that people don't talk about or like Hispanic communities that people don't talk about and like pulled up articles and was mm -hmm. like showing me all this stuff. And I was like, that's incredible. I didn't mm -hmm. know that. Yeah. Like that's faulty on my part because mm -hmm. I'm for that. What do you remember what it was? Uh, I would have to look it up or ask them what it is. Yeah, because um, I'd be wary of that, honestly. Not because I'm yeah. like, I just research but can any, be skewed one way or the other, you know? anything for that, if, mm -hmm. if Trump is for that, I'm for. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? Even if it's not like this great, huge thing, if it, even if it's one step in the right direction, like yeah, I'm take for it. that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll take that. But then there's also things like he tried to take away certain rights for LGBTQ in the workplace. Mm -hmm. I'm not for that. Yeah. Like, so every time there's like mm -hmm. back and forth. And I think it's, it's also true. So much of it depends on your state. Like I think yeah. so much. Of, and I know I even can do a better job of like knowing my state policies and know, like voting in your local elections too, because right. oh. your federal elections only have so much to do with anything. Like, yes. So much it's of it has so to do. True. Some states really benefited from Trump's presidency and then other states are are and I think we the bed. I think we attribute a lot of what's going on locally mm -hmm. on like a national level yeah. when really they don't have any say yeah. in that and it's us not being educated and informed enough on what we can dive into locally yep. that we can change and you know what I think that is a poor reflection of our education system Ooh, why huh? don't uh -huh. we know this <laughs> yep I honestly wouldn't know anything why besides do we what have to do outside research I think everybody should do that but and at a certain point, whether you're being taught something or not, mm -hmm. to like look into it for yourself and understand why you believe what you believe or whatever. But why are education systems not doing like yeah. that seems very like low level obvious. Yep. You should know about what's going on in your own state and like what affects the people in your state. And that's the thing. I think a lot of funding that goes towards like your state should stay that way. And that's probably where it almost doesn't even look like I'm super liberal in that area because I feel like states should handle more than like federal government mm -hmm. only because your state 
is going to be better at knowing the needs of its people. Certain people have certain, like but every state is just, different. every state is different and at funding should go towards different humanitarian needs in different states. Like yeah. it just depends. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm a little disappointed in, on that front yes. of education because I'm as, a, about country, a lot of <laughs> as a country that prides itself on being a democracy and mm-hmm. having people's votes and being able to like have control and freedom of speech yeah. and like all this stuff, they don't really teach us how to exercise nope. why or how to have those freedoms. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like, why are we so pro all of that? But then we don't push anyone to understand it. I'd want to know if there's certain states that do that better than others in like, yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I don't know if it's just my private Christian school that I grew up in. I, mean, I don't know either. Didn't do a good job of that. Or I'm everything I'm saying is from personal experience. Mm-hmm. It's not, I don't know anything. Yeah. I'm just, I'm wondering if there's certain, and this is like a genuine question. I don't know if there's certain states that like really advertise whenever they have state elections and like Mm -hmm. have ways for the community to get involved. They know whenever their town hall meetings are, they know when they should be voting or whatever, where certain, I don't know if certain states or even counties like do that differently. Yeah. Where like, I want to know if there's like a model that certain states use that other states or counties could be doing because that probably makes all the difference too. There's just so much. There's a lot. Um, Another, let me look at my other stuff that I want to talk about. Oh, Kamala Harris. I want to discuss this woman. Okay. Um, at first, I was very pro, and, and then I learning, heard some cons. I know. I did, I'm did. i in the same boat. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Granted, is there anything that I can do? Probably not, but I'm like, I'm for her in a lot of ways. I also, she's a state prosecutor, and that stresses me out because she's already benefited from mass incarceration. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like it either. I don't know. I, I have, it has its pros and its cons. I guess everybody does, especially if you're talking from like big government standpoints, which yeah. I'm not super into, but, um, oh my gosh, one of my, I, TikToks, we're back to TikToks again. Um, my, one of my new favorite TikToks is this one girl. Do you know that one like Paramore song that, um, people are using for TikToks? It's like, um, um I saw and all I wanted was you. That part in it. Yes. I'm glad you took it away. I love Paramore. I love Paramore. I if I could go to a Paramore concert right now, I one thousand percent would. Actually, that would go hard. I know all of their songs. Every single one. Okay, Maddie surprises me with facts like this all the time. Like I would have never known that she was like real into Paramore. Yes, it's because (laughs) when I was younger, I was in like third, fourth, fifth grade, and my sister was in like her last few years of high school. And I would ride to high school, I'd ride to school with her every single day. So I listened to whatever she listened to. That's <laughs> why I love Lil Wayne and know every single Lil Wayne song. This is why I love Paramore. This is why I used to listen to Screamo. My sister <gasps> literally likes every single music genre. I'm I was just going to say, it doesn't like I know Lil Wayne every old Paramore? like R&B, like. Huh. She just hit all the genres. So, so I have Allie. Uh, I love you. You're I have Allie to blame for you putting on crappy music in the car. Oh. 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 What Allie didn't play because she did have some music. I'll taste. kill her. She's going to do it. I know she's going um, to. Go ahead. Go right from the throat. Do it. Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. Um, actually, I know exactly what you're going to say next. I don't even. Oh. Ben Rector. Maddie thinks that ben my music Ben Rector. <laughs> That's a good she one. She did. That was a good one. Thank you. Um, Maddie thinks my music taste is strictly Ben Rector. Taylor Swift is the only thing I listen to. Well, that's Granted, the Taylor vibe. Swift the past couple months, yes. The only thing I listen to. Okay. Anyways, let's move on. Let's not fight each other. Let's fight 
racism, shall we? Okay. Yeah, um, actually, I don't have anything more on that. Except Brianna Taylor. That just happened. The whole indictment. <sighs> I know. Do you have anything you'd like to add to that besides just how pissed and sad? I just think we failed. Yep. And I don't certain people's arguments which granted I see a lot of this on social media and anyone can say anything on social media so whether you're educated or you're dumb um (laughs) you still get to have an opinion yeah which whatever (laughs) I just see a lot of people fighting back about certain things about who Brianna Taylor was and what she was involved with mm-hmm. and all this crap that literally doesn't matter doesn't mean a thing yeah. about the case at all if mm-hmm. if you got killed and somebody brought out all your dirty laundry if you were wrongfully killed you're still wrongfully killed it yep. doesn't matter all of us probably have done something that could have been blasted on the news and be like they're a crappy person yeah no, I think it's not real. about that. It's not, it's not about any of that. And a lot of that is misinformation too. Right. No, I, yeah. a lot of what people believe are just, you can get your information from anywhere you want to. So whoever's opinion you're listening to, which half the time, it's just a Google search in the first blog post that you click on. Right. Yeah. Like who are they? Yeah. If you type in I, Brianna Taylor's fault, every, you're going to get a response. And if you put yeah, Taylor's innocent. You're yeah, gonna you're going to feed whatever yeah. bias or opinion you already have. And you're going to look for sources that also support that right. on both sides. Mm-hmm. But sure. there's certain parts that are just facts mm-hmm. that people aren't actually listening or paying attention to, which right. is really frustrating. And yeah, I just, I think that if that was your friend and mm-hmm. you knew her again, it comes back to this, like, can you climb in someone's shoes yeah. and like take on a perspective that maybe isn't yours or is outside of your worldview or yeah. the way that you grew up. I think we would handle these situations a lot differently. Well, it's just annoying to me because none of these people planned on being martyrs in the first place. Like they weren't yeah. living lives planning that like no. this was going to be their legacy of any. And the they fact that like, know. I don't care. This also goes back to whenever people were trying to say like George Floyd was not a martyr. He was on fentanyl and all this stuff. Like whenever he died, I like pisses me off to my core just because I like, if you if you know addicts at all, if you have any addicts in your family, if you've ever loved anyone that's addicted to anything, my mom's in recovery, and I have a lot of family that's in recovery or like are off and on in recovery. And if somebody if they were high and they got shot, I'd still be pissed. Like I don't care. Right. Like, I don't care if my mom disag- is high as a kite. Right. The disagreement care. isn't whether or not that's a good or bad thing. Right. The issue is if you're wrongfully shot or wrongfully killed or you have a knee to your neck for twelve minutes. It's still wrong, right. and I don't. I just don't understand mm-hmm. the the view that like oh let's dig up who they were their right. criminal record. Yeah. If that is what determines if someone should live or die, like my family would be dead. Yep, and, and it's so the basic I. law, like the the party uh, that is aligned with law and order being the right that kind of like uses that. I don't understand the blatant disregard for like the Supreme court ruling of no knock warrants. Like that's mm-hmm. a Supreme court ruling that you didn't follow. Yeah. And like, that's law and order, like right. law and outside order, of everything yeah. else. And I think issues like that, or I guess the like missteps or the, like how is her family paid off for wrongful murder mm-hmm. and they initiate 
all of these things for no knock warrants and yeah. like they make all of this change mm -hmm. for how do you how do you pay off somebody for a wrongful murder and then not yeah yeah actually identify who murdered who and they get a sentence for that and i read some comment I, that was like on facebook I which know. i know i shouldn't have even gone because i knew i was going to get myself pissed but there was somebody that commented like they got i think it was like 12 million that they got in the wrongful death suit they're yes. like their family got this much money like i don't know why they still have anything to say like they're living big now which literally boiled my blood because if they would have just taken that money and shut up about it somebody would have said something about that too of like Oh, well, clearly these people don't even care. And like, sure, the money might help in some areas, but that's their daughter's. Yeah, gone. I guarantee they would have given. They would give it back. Like, uh, I guarantee that they would. Give, they would give all that right. money back and then some if their daughter was still here. Yeah, I, I just I think people are arguing about the wrong things. Yeah, like no, I think so too. They would rather just push back instead of have any decency for empathy or care about people that are actually affected by this and the things that go into it. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah. just think our perspective and our focus is completely wrong. Mm -hmm. Or a lot of people's focus is completely, completely wrong. And that makes me really sad because a lot of people are like, my, my job, I'm called to love. I'm called to do all these things. Shut and up. you don't <laughs> have any empathy for families that are affected or the right. cases that make up all mm -hmm. of this stuff and i just how can you do everything in the name of love and then fail to love the person next to you yep that's what boils yeah. my blood no that is you can't commission your whole life mm -hmm. to be under one thing is to right. love your neighbor as yourself whatever i also want to say before and we get into oh sorry did i cut you off no. okay <laughs> um you have a loop in your head bother me um the other thing you know, I was going to say loops. that I meant to, I meant to say in the beginning, um, I also am really big, especially now, like with the world, the way that it is, um, about like making sure that you have good boundaries with social media in general, because I know like I'm, I'm caught between that weird spot of like, it's the 21st century. You have all of the information you could ever need at your fingertips all the time versus like, you also need to protect your brain. And there's like a lot of bad news and like you are responsible like for knowing over information. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't retain that much information and that's going to affect you. If you're reading about like four different genocides that are going on at the same time, which right now there are, but if you were to like sit there and read about all of that, yes, you'd be so informed, but you'd also probably be so burdened and just like, it's depressing. It's way too much information. So should we do a coping skill now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in between all of the bad news, I just remembered that we had to do this, but we could, we could do all of it now or we could wait. I don't care. Okay. So we're going to throw in a couple coping skills because you're talking to a social worker. So this is, I'm going to do my favorite grounding exercise right now with Maddie. We're practicing. So feel free to do it with us or just keep it in your back pocket. Yeah. Add it for a little bit I later. I think in, you know, with all of what we're talking about, a lot of um, white people or non-people of color can kind of read all of this stuff and digest it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of our friends and a lot of people that we love that don't get that luxury. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it could be so, and I know it is so traumatic to like, I'm actually getting kind of emotional. No, no, no I, I, I actually was surprised I didn't cry about Brianna Taylor Ooh. a second ago. So hold on. 
Perfect. <laughs> oh, we should do some techniques. Oh yeah, I guess we could do that wow, right now. This is actually that. good timing. Perfect. Okay, keep crying. But there's a lot of people that like don't get to digest this the same way, and like, oh, I just think it'd be so traumatic for other people to like read mm -hmm. about people that look like you all the time. Like, yeah, that's so scary. It's a very different experience. Oh. Yeah, and it can be like. It, as someone who's white reading about all of this, it's already so yes. like anxiety producing, but then I can only imagine if it's like, also yeah. it's you're reading about it and you're mourning it. And then it's also your daily reality. This is, and that goes for like a lot of different things. Not, you know, it, it kind of, from so many angles, there's people that are hurt and I think it can be really overwhelming. So we're going to do a little grounding technique and you can find grounding techniques anywhere. <laughs> you can find grounding techniques It's way worse anywhere. than it's recorded. I know. On a camera. And then Maddie, it is. also cries super easy. And then she looks like she's been crying all day when she cries once. Yeah, I can't like, go back. Yeah, no. It's like once in. my body cries, I just like have a tomato nose and like a really <laughs> red face. Like everything swells up. <laughs> Actually, I'm the same way too. Okay. So there's, you can get these online, but there's certain ways to do them. So please listen to me. I'm begging you because yes. this makes all the difference. Okay. This first one is my favorite one, probably the most common one, but you want to do this while doing belly breaths. Do you know what belly breaths are, Maddie? You don't want to breathe through your diaphragm. A lot of people, or you do want to breathe through your diaphragm. I'm sorry. Terrible start to this. Um, you want to breathe through your diaphragm. It's not your chest. You want to breathe through your belly. Most people don't do that because you don't want to have your belly descended during the day, but you want to practice doing a deep breath through your stomach. Yeah. Like puff your stomach out as much as you can. Okay, so we're going to do these in between each one that we do, um, like a really, really long, slow one. So basically, the thing about anxiety is that a lot of times you're going to make up worst case scenarios about things that aren't real. So you need to use your five senses to get out of your head and back into your body. Yes. And so you need to remind your body that you have five senses and get back into what's real. And you can see, feel, hear, smell. These are, this one's actually like the one I use most. No, me too. It's my favorite one. Yeah. That's why we're going to do this one first. Okay. Name five things you can see. Now, the best thing you can do, sometimes you have to do them in your head and that works, but the best thing you can do is say them out loud to another person and describe them in detail. But if you don't, you can write them down. And if you can't write them down, then you can say them in your head and they'll, they'll help. But the most effective way is to say them out loud to someone else. Go. Uh, green chair. Okay. Books. Mm -hmm. uh, ring light. Mm -hmm. Stairs. Flower eucalyptus? <laughs> sure. Why would you pick something out of all the things in this room that you don't know? <laughs> I don't know. Um, now, you can leave it at that and just say those, you know, five things that you see in front of you, or you can go into detail. So tell me about the books that are in front of you. There's a dozen of them. and Give me colors. There's a purple one, a red one, a yellow one, a blue one pink writing okay yeah you would like count them you could say any of the names of all of them say them out loud count the amount of letters or in each one whatever you want to do that you can observe anything observable okay four things that you can feel i can feel this table mm -hmm. I can feel your arm <laughs> i can feel my hair okay i can feel my phone and i can feel my mug okay so then something else you can do too if you have anything sensory around you um, that might make you feel any better. So like I keep, I, this is like in my office, if I'm doing it with a student, I have like stress balls or sensory tools or like those sequins things that you can move. Like you might want to do those, or even if that is just like twirling your hair so that you can feel it, anything around you, you can get a sense of it and then feel it as much as you can. Like this is hard. This is like, this is how it feels smooth. under my fingertips. It's smooth. Yeah. That kind of thing. Okay. Deep breath. Okay. <laughs> Three things you can hear. 
um, your voice. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that. <laughs> Can I do that? Uh-huh. Um, everything's kind of quiet. The cup hitting the table. Perfect. Um, again, you might want to add aids to that so you can put on certain noises. You can put on, like, you know, some people do, like, the meditation Music. hurts kind of stuff or whatever. So, okay. Um, two things you can smell. The coffee? Mm-hmm. My hair. Okay, perfect. Um, also, you can add essential oils, the whole bit, whatever kind of thing, even though Maddie's against essential oils. Air freshener, you can put on a candle. You can. I'm not against them. I just don't think that they are as real as you do. But I think they smell good. One thing you can taste. <laughs> uh, my coffee. Okay. Um, you can add, put a hard candy in your mouth, gum, food, whatever, um, to get you back into your five senses. Take a couple deep breaths. And you should be a little bit more back to reality after that. Yay. Do you want to do another one or should we? Let's do. Go back. Let's do more stuff and then okay. we'll do another one to break up our. Perfect. Okay. So let's talk about Ruth Bader Ginsburg because I need to talk about it. More. Yes. Um, okay. I'm hurt. I'm sad. Um, I have a book in my office that's like a thing that Emerson got me for um, graduation, like a little RBG wisdom book, but then I also have like two more upstairs because I have a problem. And she just bought you that picture. Yes. I'm going to get it. Yes, so if it. you're watching, I'm so sad. <laughs> if you're watching, you'll be able to see this. And if you're listening, check out our YouTube so you can see. This is for our, this our future is. bathroom um, in our new house. Once we move at the end of the year, we're going to get. That has a whole like has a whole thing about all of Ruth Bader Ginsburg's achievements. Yes. Um, which actually, can we just read them off? Because I think we- Off here? Yeah. Okay. Says Ruth, says Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Wow, maybe you should read this. Okay. Vivacious oh. Supreme Court rock star and feminist icon. She was unstoppable from the start, excelling within a male-dominated field that was hostile towards women. Ruth graduated from law school first in her class, was the first female member of the Harvard Law Review and later won tenure. Tenure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All while having children. She went on to found the ACLU's Women's Rights Project, for which she argued six landmark cases on gender equality. In 1980, Ruth was appointed to the Court of Appeals and in 1993 became the second woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court, a position she held for 25 years and counting. Ruth has beat cancer twice, is a self-proclaimed flaming feminist litigator, and still works out with a trainer. And she got her period. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad. Mm. So, I love her so much. Um, I love this. There's a lot to be said about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She She's so cute. is so cute and the best, and I love her. But... Um, also, now that puts in the whole issue of the Supreme Court nomination, which is actually a really big deal, and I wish that everyone knew about it because I feel like a lot of people don't. Didn't Trump appoint somebody? Um, they're working on it now. Okay. He, I don't know if he's officially, and if he did, it would have been in the past like day or two. But um, appointed a new nom. I think he can. He points out his nominee, but um, he, there's a list of who his potential nominees are as of right now. The top one is Amy Coney Barrett, who um, bleh, she's on the very. Apparently, she's considered Justice Scalia. He died in 2016, the last election year. Um, 
she, he, apparently she is fundamentally his twin, they said, of like, has the exact same morals. And he was the most conservative of all of the. Mm-hmm. She's super nominees. conservative. Very, um, very Catholic, apparently. And I, I copy and pasted this because I wanted to get it accurate. Um, there was a, uh, in 2017, U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein from California, um, who's a Democrat, said to Barrett at her Seventh Circuit confirmation meeting, you have a long history of believing that your religious beliefs should prevail. The dogma lives loudly within you, which is alarming, I think. She's Catholic, um, and this is not a Catholic country, so I'm a little nervous about that. Um, She's very anti-abortion, which I'm not saying I am pro-abortion, because I'm not, but um, a lot of that, a lot of people are nervous about Roe v. Wade because of that, which... Granted, if Roe v. Wade did somehow get overturned, depending on a lot of different factors, it still is up to states, which I think people forget. Like, your state still decides whether or not it's yeah. legal. Yeah. Um, and so it's not like a one-size-fits-all, you will save the babies if that happens. That's not usually how it goes. So, um, I don't know. There's a lot to unpack there, but not a fan, um, personally. <laughs> but... Yeah. Also, I kind of want to talk about this and then kind of – I kind of don't because I, I'm sort of sick to my stomach about it. Are you looking up Supreme Court? <laughs> no, I was looking up – there's an account so, called So You Want to Talk About Blake. Hmm. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's – it's. I, I'll definitely say that it is bias. Like there's biases mm-hmm. that are presented on here. But um, if you don't know anything about anything, it's a good place to start yeah. at least to like read about something and then maybe be like, okay, I need to look into this and see if I agree with this or whatever. But they just posted the other day and I remember seeing it. Um, so you want to talk about Amy Connie Barrett okay. and they kind of go through her stance on, well, like her background a little bit. And then they mm-hmm. go through her stance on access to healthcare, reproductive rights, racial discrimination, protections for the wealthy, the second amendment and LGBTQ rights. So if you're curious about that, did um, you look at what some of hers are? I haven't, I haven't read this. I looked at it, but I was at work mm-hmm. and I was doing something. So I was like, Oh, I'll have to look back at, at that and kind of research a little bit more about her. Mm-hmm. But um, what you've talked about within the last few minutes is like the gist of what I've heard from about okay. her as well. So yeah, I'm nervous. All of them are in some vein, very similar. Obviously they're going to align more with a certain yeah, party. And Trump is going to appoint or nominate, nominate, a conservative right. person. The like, problem being, though, that I think is the issue is that Mitch McConnell did say um, that whenever Justice Scalia died, that he shouldn't, they shouldn't nominate another Supreme Court justice until um, the yes, election year is over. I know, and, and now that, he's backpedaling. That's apparently RBG's like dying wish mm-hmm. was that she wouldn't get replaced. Yeah, until I have after that on the election. My most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced into a new pre- until a new president is installed. Yeah, which I feel like would make sense. Like, even if it was, even if we're for, you know, Trump or Biden, whoever you're for, I feel like you would replace that person after an election year because you don't know who's going to be in office. And obviously, either person are going to nominate someone that shares their views. And it just makes more sense to nominate somebody that shares your views if you are in office and that's like mm-hmm. your next four years. Yeah. So and if you have a majority of conservatives yes, and, yeah. in general, so much could get passed that isn't there's there's representative should, of the whole country. I'm surprised that there isn't a a rule on equal representation in terms of like nominating 
Like mm-hmm. that's well, really interesting to me. Whenever because... they make it equal, I guess it's too often that they get deadlocked. You know. I guess, but I don't know. Our nation's pretty fifty-fifty. I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. I really want to cry. Is our nation fifty-fifty? I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I mean, I don't know if we have the information to actually know that. Okay. I mean, there might be like from the census might be able to tell us yeah. like, basics, but I don't know if like everybody how accurate those can be, you know? Right. And there's so many people that are in the middle of different things. Like I don't even consider my, I consider myself obviously a liberal, but not a Democrat. Yeah. I'm kind of in the middle of a lot of things. I'm not in the middle. I think if anything, I'm probably more extreme, but. <laughs> you are. I I lean a little left, but I'm not completely. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think I mostly align like Green Party, but I but could there's certain random things that I end up a little bit more middle ground, but not middle. Sure. I wouldn't say middle though. I yeah, I don't know. I'm still figuring out. I would say I definitely lean a little left though. <laughs> yeah, I'd say you do. Because most things you and I agree on. I think so. Too. I can't think of anything that I'm like, oh, Maddie and I definitely completely disagree. I think so too. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the things that people talk about a lot that I have been very hesitant to look up because I had a feeling it was going to overwhelm me. And the more that I looked at it today, it definitely did. So we're not going to talk about it too much only because that isn't what this whole podcast is about. We could make an entire podcast just about this which okay. we might at some point, but um, the civil war going on in Yemen, Ooh, it's real sad. It's very sad. And it was another one of the things that really pissed me off um, because the Trump administration canceled tens of millions of dollars in humanitarian aid last month because they said that the um, rebels are who are aligned with Iran are diverting and disrupting the aid. Not even exactly sure totally what that means because, again, this whole podcast isn't on that today. But, um, yeah, the uh, World Health Organization has withdrawn or with the funding for the World Health Organization has been withdrawn. Um, and it's sad. the purpose is to outsize the role in Yemen. So um, basically what's happening is like the biggest humanitarian crisis um, potentially ever, depending on how far this goes. But um, right now there are 20 million people who need help securing food alone. Um, 10 million people are considered one step away from famine. 24 million are in need of humanitarian aid. Which is, like, the stupidest, largest number that's even imaginable. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know, to be completely honest, where Yemen was. I didn't know, like, any more information than, like, the basics. Yeah. But it's the world's poorest Arab country. Um, and there's a civil war that's been going on for the past five years. This has just been the most lethal year for them. So that's something that I don't think we talk haven't talked enough about but granted it's another one of those things where I'm like be careful about how much you research because you'll probably need to take a break and like I don't know I, don't, I think there's so many terrible things you can't fully process and give everything the time that it deserves like mm-hmm. if I'm already thinking about so many terrible awful things that are going on here I'm not going to be able to give this as much effort and thought as I sh- as it deserves sure and I don't know whatever not whatever but you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah I didn't really know about it either um and I think social media can be a really hard place to be Mm -hmm. just because everything is always being plastered everywhere and Mm -hmm. I think definitely like a lot of negative things happen on social media yeah but a lot of things that I would also never know like I'm not getting up every morning and watching the move the moves the the news like a lot of our parents or Mm -hmm. I don't have cable. You think I can afford that? Yeah, I don't have cable either. Absolutely not. I don't think. Have we not seen the student debt in this country? I can't afford it. Yeah, I don't have cable either. 
Um, and even the news channels are, mm-hmm. you know, depending on which yeah. one you watch, I don't know, whatever. So I'm not seeing a lot of coverage on a lot of things, yeah. you know. And there's not a lot in general. Yeah. And social media, like at least Instagram wise, you only see what you follow mm-hmm. usually. So yeah. I don't know, Twitter and like other places that people are like using those social medias, I feel like get a broader spectrum mm-hmm. of what's actually taking place. But I didn't know about any of this until I actually saw it on social media and people mm-hmm. like sharing yep. about it. So I was like, Same. that's where I heard about it. First. Yeah. So I was like, social media isn't doing everything wrong. There are some things that I just like really wouldn't know about mm-hmm. if I didn't have social media. No, 100%. And it's so, 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 so sad. I know. And awful. Yeah. And I don't understand why we would take funding away from that. Uh, I'm going to assume that there is some reason, and I'm not saying that like it must have been just because of xenophobia, even though I'm – do I think it probably played a part? Yes. But, but – like, people dying right are people dying i don't know i i, I wish i knew. i really yeah. do another I thing that i did that. not know about until quite literally yesterday i've seen before this kid from my high school like post about this on twitter um multiple times but i was always like oh i, I don't know if i can handle that right now i gotta wait until i can give it some effort so i gave it some effort literally as of this morning and this is another one of those things that i saw somebody say something about this the other day and it got me thinking just because like people were saying it's hard to look back on uh, like ancestors of this country and, and be like, they were not as progressive as they should have been. Like they should have known that this was wrong. Even like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, there's a certain, there's certain things that people now are like, that was not liberal enough or like that didn't do its justice. Mm-hmm. But like, we're slowly getting more progressive as time goes on and we're making better choices for equality than we were then. Like mm-hmm. obviously we're not going to be the same as like Abe Lincoln. Like Abe Lincoln was probably racist, you know, and like in one way or another more than he would be today, but we have, you know, it just, yes, you know what I'm saying? Um, but they were saying like, there's going to be I'm our, sure he was, no, he was. Yeah. Not probably. No, he was, he was. Our grandkids are probably going to look at us and be like, how did they not know about the humanitarian crisis in Yemen and do nothing about it? Or like, right. How did, and they were saying like, our grandkids are going to get at us for not ethically buying or for like GMOs yeah. or random things that we probably should know. And this is one of those things where I was like, I, I hate that I know about this and there's, there's nothing I can do about it. And it just doesn't, I don't know. The hard thing for me too is a lot of things come down to money, mm-hmm. like GMOs. You get way more money because mm-hmm. you get way bigger fruit and food and <laughs> things that are like affected by, yeah. you know what I mean? Like everything oh comes down to the freaking dollar. Yeah. No, it's true. It really does. Even and, like fast fashion, mm-hmm. you buy a bunch of stuff on Shein because it's cheap as heck. Oh my God. Shein is fast fashion. No, no, I know that. Oh. Shein. 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 It means Shein. What did you? Sheen. I don't know. Sheen? Sheen. Sheen. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, I just bought this top Absolutely not. S-H-E-I-N. No, quite literally. <laughs> I'd probably say that every, whatever. I, there's so much thought. But it, yeah, like it just comes back to money. And it's like. Yeah. No, it does. 100%. When you, I just when thought, you zoom out of a lot of things, yeah. like if we could just take a bird's eye view to like a lot of things that yeah. we're doing and like actually putting money toward. Yeah. Even though. Did you ever watch The Good Place? I love The Good Place. They realize that nobody, spoiler, in case you haven't seen it, <laughs> they realize that nobody's going to heaven anymore. Everyone's always going to the bad place because 
they don't realize how much everything they do affects everything else. And they were like, oh no, yeah. how, like she bought a tomato and that was the example they gave. Like she bought a tomato, but she didn't realize it had been farmed by like child labor, <laughs> you know, in Mexico or whatever the situation was. And like everything we do has become so much more complicated now. Like everything you do is somehow either a good or a bad thing for someone else. Right. And how if you actually zoom out and mm-hmm. trace it back to like, the original thing like child laborers Mm -hmm. even though you bought this tomato out of maybe some level of ignorance Mm -hmm. it at the root is still bad because it forced these little kids to be the one who is yeah stresses out my morality brain me too that show actually it made me think a lot about morals and like the new season is out today what on netflix Mm -hmm. we were just taught i was just talking about this with somebody yesterday i was just thinking about it yesterday weirdly i um it's it's really it's actually really good even though it's kind of corny i like it a yeah, lot yeah I, I didn't too. think i would like it me either i it's just kind of watched it on a whim i yeah. like Kristen bell though me too i want to go back though because i started to watch the first episode and i i didn't remember anything about the season before i just like forgot everything so i'm gonna yeah. rewatch the last episode anyways so all of this to say in china there's a huge genocide going on right now that i literally exactly that was my reaction i didn't know anything about it and he posted like a live map and was like who's he um, a kid from my high school, TJ, oh. he posted it and he was like, yeah, like no one's talking about this. And I was like, he's right. I literally don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, and then we went back and I, and I started researching it and it's so effing sad. Really? I can't even, yes. It's so bad. So there's, what's um, going on? Uh, basically there's a Muslim population in China that is being forced to go into these brainwashing camps that are set up. Um, Beijing calls them vocational training centers. But apparently now they're being accused of crimes against humanity and genocide. So um, Xinjiang, as I believe how you say it, is where like all of this is happening. And they're sent. So police are investigating for extremism is basically what I gathered. Mm -hmm. Then they're being taken into custody. And it's like internment camps, basically. And then they are being abused. There's women being forced to have sterilization procedures because they have the two child law there. And if you have more than one child, I did. I heard about that. Yes. They have that. And so women, and they're like not giving them any pain medication. They don't care. So you're getting this uh, surgery and then that's uh, it. Disgusting. They're calling them re-education camps, but then they're being taken to coercive labor camps after that. And they're like being forced to stay and they're being imprisoned. Um, they think over a million people so far. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a Exactly. That's a they're being investigated now. Um, but people are also, they say oh. that the whole time they were being forced to take pills and injections and not being told what they are. So we still don't know what they're being given. Um, but yeah, that's what's happening. So basically all of this to say, give to the Islamic relief, uh, USA foundation. If you're interested or if any of this, um, piques your interest, cause it's oh wild. God. I know it's very, it's very sad, very dark. And there's a woman on one of the interviews that I watched that was just like crying. Cause she spent two months there. I don't even know how she got out. I couldn't finish it. I like was crying watching it because it was just so sad. And it's the kind yes. of sad where it's like, I, I don't know what to do about it. So I just can't. It's just, uh, it's just too gosh, much. Gosh, yeah, I have to look into that a little bit more. I saw a little bit of information about it. That is awful. Yeah, no, it's not that terrible. That is so scary. Mm-hmm. It is Who's investigating awful. them? Um, the UN is looking into it, okay. too. Uh, and I think there was, um, I don't remember, actually. I'm not going to pretend it's like crazy I the the lack of, like, accountability mm-hmm. in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, if your government says it's lawful mm-hmm. and it's actually, like, inhumane. Yeah. Well, it's like Japanese internment camps. We didn't even know about those Ugh. until, I mean, like, 
And what we did know about them wasn't the reality until later. And then we still won't talk about it. Yeah, it's true. And your federal government just said it was fine. So it was. And like, even now. Yeah, there's a ton of things that were yeah. illegal. But even now, like. Or legal, I mean. Immigrants. That were horrible. Illegal immigrants now. Like the kids being held in cages. We didn't know about that until years later. And then we Ugh. realized it was another humanitarian crisis. It's just Ice. a million things you can be sad about. That being said. We're going to do another grounding technique before we call it a day. So this one is a body awareness technique. Focuses on the here and now. Um, that's another thing with anxiety is a lot of time travel. A little bit of going back. A little bit of going forth. Forth? Going forward. Going forth sounded formal. Um, so again, you want to focus on sensations in the body. So first thing you're going to do for this one is take five very deep breaths. Belly breaths. Through your nose. Yes, belly breaths. So she's going to keep doing them while I keep talking. Deep breaths through your nose, exhale through puckered lips. So in through the nose, out through the mouth. Exactly. You can be as dramatic as you want. If you are watching, you can and see can Maddie be dramatic. being very – no, no, no. This is good. You're doing it perfectly. Good job. Okay. Now while you're doing it, you're going to want to place both feet flat on the floor. You're going to want to wiggle your toes. Feel the sensation in your toes while you wiggle each one. Then curl and uncurl them several times. I'm watching her feet and it's creepy. Uh, and then spend a long time noticing the sensations of your feet every time you move them. Okay. After you do that, you're going to stomp your feet on the ground several times. Am I still breathing really heavy? Yep. Pay attention to the sensations in your feet and legs as you make contact with the ground. And then what I like to do whenever I'm doing like deep breaths too is to think about the way that the breath is traveling through your body and going into each of your limbs. Okay, you can stop stomping now. <laughs> okay. Uh, clench your hands into your fists and release tension. Repeat this 10 times. We won't do it 10 times, but just do it as much as you can. Pay attention to the breath in each of your fingers every time you do it. Press your palms together. Press them harder and hold that pose for 15 seconds. Pay attention to the feeling of tension in your hands and arms. Every place that you feel tension in your arm, breathe into it. Okay, now rub your palms together briskly. Notice the sound and then the warmth in between your hands. All right, reach your hands over your head like you're trying to reach the sky. Stretch like that for five seconds. Really deep breath, stretch up to your shoulders. I could be a yoga instructor. Bring your arms down and notice the feeling of tension. You don't have to go that far down. Just down to normal would be fine. I'm embarrassed. Okay, now take five really deep breaths. <laughs> okay, and then last thing. So your vagus nerve is right here in your chest. You can also open your eyes. Too. You said five. Okay, sorry. I just, just calmed down. Okay. What if you just passed out? Oh, um, I'm getting anxiety. It's trying to reach five. Um, you have your vagus nerve right here in your chest. Um, so what you're going to do is knock on it, uh, and then you're going to hum at the same time. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I've never seen Wolf of Wall Street, but I know they do that. They do that? They do something oh, like, I, he does some sort of chant that people do. Oh, I didn't know that. So your vagus nerve is your stress response, and it's um, directly related to your nervous system. <laughs> okay, you don't have to keep going. So do it for as long as you need. Take some really deep breaths while you're doing it. Um, and that's going to stimulate your vagus nerve. What does your vagus nerve do? Makes you happy? It's related to your stress response and your nervous system. Oh, I wasn't listening. Oh, okay. And it's going to relax that nerve a little bit. So. Oh, I'm going to use this one later. I like it. No, I like it too. It feels good. I feel good after. <laughs> so you feel good? 
Yeah. Um, okay. So everybody, it's crazy how much there is to do for your anxiety that I don't do. Yeah. No, I learned that too. Yeah. I learned that after I stopped having panic attacks. It takes a lot <laughs> more effort to do those things than to just spiral down. I would much rather spiral, but I do also want to feel easier. better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just depends on how much you want to feel better, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I have watched all of these techniques like work in real time and it's really awesome to watch. So definitely try it. It's not going to work. And some people are like very different. Some of these might work for you and then some of them might not. And so you might have to do some trial and error, but we're going to do a couple more moving forward in our lives too. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll keep learning. It's you might see time. more of these later. Um, okay, cool. So that's what we have for you all. Um, hope you had a grand old time having a 20 yes. panic attack. Oh, we're all making through this. What? We're all making it through this together. It's gonna be gonna be a trying time, but um, a, I wonder in like thirty years, us looking back on twenty twenty, mm -hmm. are like I know that we know it's crazy right now, but how much crazy are we gonna realize that we literally wore masks everywhere for months mm -hmm. and like quarantined in a house alone? It's gonna be a weird time. It really That's will. super weird. I know it's very weird. Um, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Do some things. Wash your sheets. You probably need to wash Ooh, your bed and sheets. your pillowcases too. Did I say pillow? Mm -hmm. Sorry, you did. I was actually gonna pillowcases too. You. Wash your pillowcases so you um, don't have more acne. Wash your face. Definitely wash your face and Girl, clean your mask. Your face. Clean your mask. I knew that. Um, drink a lot of water. What else are we forgetting? When your body's in a stress response, you get dehydrated and you lose part of your ability to recognize that you're thirsty. So drink a lot of water. And get some fresh to. air. Get some fresh air. Um, Use these techniques. Also, I think it would be cool. I'm telling Haley this now, but you guys are going to listen to it when it's out. Um, we should put like an open discussion commenting thing on some of the topics that we talked about so if you guys have any oh, feedback yeah. or opinions or things you want to hear about moving things forward, we messed up yeah or things you disagree with that we said or and then i'll delete them want to inform us on something that maybe we misstepped on um please do. yeah we welcome all the conversation so unless it's critique and then keep it to yourself okay if it's critique send it to me mm -hmm. if it's compliments send it to Haley. thank you okay Bye. Goodbye. Average and only.